Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Kincaid and Breckenridge, exclusively on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, welcome back. Um, I think there's no surprise to, to folks listening, certainly in, uh, in the uh, city of Calgary boundaries. Uh, tax assessments have been going out. Uh, people have been uh, taking a look at their tax bills and, and for businesses, uh, it sounds like uh, it's it's a pretty big jump, right? It's it's yeah. the business side of of the property tax. So I know we often talk about what it means to the average homeowner. I don't know if people fully appreciate what what it means to to business. Yeah, businesses pay, I think, uh, way more than their fair share. Uh, property taxes in the city that might shock you for hearing me say that. But look, when we just balance out the cost, uh, the bill that we have to send Edmonton, or excuse me, the bill we get from Edmonton, the check that we have to send up there, I think it's uh, disproportionate between businesses and properties. I'll say this. I got my statement, and I keep them all in my little accordion folder, and I got them out from, like, the first year back when I moved here in 2007, and I thought to myself, do I, do I feel like I'm getting 50% more Calgary than I was back then? Because I'm paying for 50% more Calgary. Yeah. Well, and I think for businesses, it, it's on top of a lot of other things that they're having to deal with, not the least of which is the economic downturn. Uh, now you've got uh, minimum wage increase uh, for some businesses, depending how big the business is. There's, of course, the increase in corporate taxes. And uh, and now this. Maybe it's more than, than some can bear. Uh, Darren Hamlin joins us right now. He is uh, the proprietor of uh, Escoba Bistro. Welcome to the uh, program, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. So uh, we heard it described by Greg Clark of the Alberta Party as death by a thousand taxes. And uh, it seems that's uh, that's what you're going through. Uh, there are far too many government agencies right now looking for their pound of flesh from a bunch of people who own small businesses, and we're so busy that we can't possibly get together and uh, fight them. And unfortunately, due to that, uh, they've left me at a pile of bones on the sidewalk, and I've been forced to announce the closure of Escoba as of the end of June because of it. So that's it? That's it. Wow. I can no longer subsidize the business. The problem is uh, with the commodity-based economy, we see everyone suffer. And because the last recession was in such close proximity to this one, I think businesses that are fairly large uh, basically cleared house when it came to labor. And uh, people have lost their expense accounts. They're not uh, able to spend personally because of other uh, pressures on their, on their side of things. And uh, we lost about 40% of our sales in the last year, which amounts to more than a million dollars. Okay, but, but well, then it almost sounds like the, the downturn is the main culprit here. The downturn is absolutely the main culprit. However, when you add in the peripheral costs, which seem to uh, uh, have just stayed or ra- risen, for mm-hmm. example, a dollar disparity, uh, as you were saying, raising the minimum wage, uh, property taxes have more than doubled. I did uh, successfully fight my property taxes last year, got them back down to forty or thirty-four thousand. 
unfortunately, I had an unexpected cost of 14000 uh, to fight that. So basically, it's a hidden cost. So I ended up paying $58,000 in taxes, even though I was proven right by uh, an independent board saying, yeah, this city was wrong. It should have been lower. And the city has come right back with another $60,000 property tax bill in 2016. Wow. Hey, you know, Darren, we got you in a bit of a, a bad spot for, for your cell connection. I don't know if you can get closer oh. to the tower or something like that. But, um, no, I mean, listen, your tax bill is, is, is one thing. We cited the minimum wage there, too, so that your cost of doing business has gone up uh, as well as well as your taxes. Uh, meanwhile, the, the downtown is being hollowed out, as you say, and those expense accounts are drying up. So your business is presumably down. Um, so, like, what's what's your alternative here then? I mean, can you close up that shop and, and move to somewhere with, a, you know, maybe a better tax situation to try and give it another go? Uh, if I did that, I'd be moving away from uh, the potential sales that I would have. I mean, downtown needs places for people to go to lunch, maybe not as many times a month as it used to be. But moving moving away would be a, a, a high cost as it is. To move a restaurant, to move a small business, you're, you're well into the million-dollar range. So I'd be having to find a million dollars to move my business and start that far behind the line. So at this point, uh, the time and effort it would take me to personally uh, helm us through this recession is just simply not worth it at this point in time. There are far too many things compiling up. Uh, against lower sales. I mean, to survive in business, you look to lower your sales and increase your costs. Uh, unfortunately, the mixture right now is sales are going down and costs are going up. Right. But, but obviously, you're, you're not alone in, in going through this. So uh, there probably are other business owners who are having to make the same difficult decision you are, but others who are trying to find a way through it. Absolutely. And I've been doing that for the last year. And I personally hit the six figures when it comes to the point of putting money back into the business to try and keep everyone uh, healthy and happy with uh, something to do and to how to pay and to pay their rent with. And at this point, I've tapped out my personal opportunities to do it. And the problem is, is that I would have to be able to look into the future and say, I can reasonably recoup this reinvestment into the business within a certain amount of time. Right. The yeah. problem is, is I cannot foresee that in the, in the, in the future at this point in time. So it's time to say goodbye to this business model, take some time out of the situation to look at the numbers and see if there's any way of changing it. Unfortunately full-service restaurants have a fairly large labor component. And I would say that service industry is probably the one industry that has been hit the hardest with minimum wage here. And as far as I'm concerned, that is just simply a payroll tax grab, another form of taxation on small business. Yeah, and it's interesting to hear you say that because, I mean, I'm kind of reading between the lines there, and you're talking about how you're subsidizing the business because you care about your staff and you don't want to see all these people uh, laid off and out of work. But when it comes to the point where, you know, your survival is also at stake, then you got to Well, if I run out of money to subsidize the business, then that's where it's no longer worth, worth doing it. And like I said, if I can reasonably say, you know what, in the next three years, I've really think that this will stabilize the governments will figure out they're overtaxing people in all kinds of ways and then maybe the sales will come back so i would have to be able to project the future to say the sales will go up and i will be able to reduce my costs so at some point it's worth running the small business 
I can't foresee that in the next in the in right. the next few years. You'd also talked. I remember last time we spoke there, and you were you were upset the, about the uh, the cycle track pilot project, and and you were concerned that that was going to uh, affect your bottom line as well. Did that come to be? There are a few nails in the Escoba coffin at this point in time, and I would certainly say loss of fifty percent of proximity parking due to the bike lanes is one of them. Did you notice an influx of, of customers that were using those bike lanes, though? I certainly spend a lot of time on the floor speaking to my customers, and if I saw a bike helmet or a bike uh, being tied up in front of the restaurant and they entered, I spent quite a bit of time talking to them. And, uh, you know, I would say that I probably only saw and spoke to less than 25 people who have been in the restaurant in the last year using the bike bike lanes. And you can add several zeros to that to the people who have complained about it. Uh, concerning accessibility to a variety of areas in the city. Of course, I only speak about the ones directly in front of the restaurant. So how many people are going to lose their job when, when this shuts down? Because I think people need to appreciate that. If businesses are, are, aren't able to make it, th- those are real people uh, out of real jobs. Yeah, at this point, the government's going to say goodbye to any wage hikes and payroll taxes off of that to approximately 25 people. Yeah. Well, Darren, um, all the best to you, and I hope that uh, you find something else that you can uh, uh, contribute to the economic engine in this city once again uh, in not too long. I've been at it for 25 years in the downtown core, so I've got a few tricks under my sleeve. I just needed a moment or two to try and assess which ones will be working into the near future. So I thank you for the opportunity to... Uh, broadcast uh, what I would call every small businessman's plight at this point in time. Well, yeah, and you know what? I I I, I hope this doesn't come to come to pass. But I sense this is the kind of the beginning of uh, uh, many more waves like this lapping up on the shore, and many more stories of uh, businesses going through hardship because of this kind of triple whammy here. In my email to the events that I have booked into the future, I basically said that um, many many families have already had to do some. Uh, some fairly drastic yeah. uh, measures in order to survive. So really, I'm just a an example of what's going on in the in the province. All right, uh, Darren, take care. Thanks very much. My pleasure. Thank you, Darren. Uh, Darren Hamlin is the uh, owner of uh, Escoba Bistro on Eighth Avenue. There. Yeah, and it's 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 unfortunate. And so I, I it is worth noting everything that they've had to bear and the impact it's it's had on them. I, I mean, the point we're making about how others are going through this, not to minimize what he's going through, uh, but it's just to illustrate that, that it is something that's happening uh, across the city and would be happening even if, uh, you know, Nenshi had lost the last election and mm-hmm. uh, Rachel Notley had lost the last election. We are in a downturn. And, you know, if you run a business and it's a recession, that's that's going to hurt your business, clearly. But now the whole point of the conversation was that it's everything on top of that that's just kicking them when they're down. Yeah, needlessly compounded by the increase in uh, corporate tax, by the increase in uh, minimum wage, uh, and the increase in, in taxes. So in short, uh, people spend less money in Darren's restaurant, and uh, the government's uh, making pay more for the to, to operate it. We'll take a break right here and get to your phone calls. 974-8255. This is Kincaid and Breckenridge on News Talk 770. Roger Kincaid and Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays starting at 930 a.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary.